0: 25,000 miles. Welcome to the show. Minnesota! (laughs)
1: Ah!
0: And uh, back with me and Josh
2: again is uh, Miranda. Hello again. You don't have to bow at the microphone. Hello. I'm not bowing. I
3: I'm showing my respect in the traditional Japanese fashion.
2: <laughs> Hello again.
0: Of course, we uh, we're doing a, a slow build-up. You're joining us for these shows because next week you will you be, be, be covering Iowa.
4: Iowa.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and you and John.
2: Iowa Iowa. All I know. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody seen the movie State Fair?
3: <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: mm, yeah. So okay, oh, Minnesota.
3: I'm excited about a lot of bands that we're going to be playing from Minnesota. One of the iconic musicians from Pro- Minnesota. Yeah,
0: probably like no. the, bigg- the biggest yeah. out, of, out of everyone we're going to play
3: is Prince. Yeah. So stoked about playing so Prince. so excited. Well, I, I, have, I have great stories about Prince. I, I want to visit Paisley Palace.
2: I love Prince. Wow.
0: And apparently he wrote most of, like, the pop stars now. He yeah. wrote most of their songs.
3: Well, like, Sinead O'Connor, her, the, her big hit, Nothing First. Sinead? Sinead? How did you say it? Sinead? Sinead. It's, isn't it Sinead? Isn't it Sinead? Is it not Sinead?
2: I feel like it's maybe our accent that pronounces it Sinead. Sinead. Yeah. Sinead O'Connor. Is it Sinead, really? I think it's
3: Sinead. Is it Sirsha? Sorsha? You Would mean Sorsha? I wish we <laughs> No It's Sorsha.
0: It is not! It is too! Don't man. you
3: don't! Yeah!
0: Dude. Don't even play that game. It's <laughs> Sorsha! It's Sorsha! It's Sorsha! No, it isn't! For sure it's Sorsha! No, it isn't!
2: <laughs> For sure.
0: Anyway, absolutely not! I have proof. Nothing compares to you. This nothing
2: song? compares.
3: Stop! Nothing, nothing
2: compares to you! Print song. It is. It was written by Prince. His version, His I did. love a lot better oh, than Sinead's so song. But
3: she made it like, oh, as a pop star, finished. she made it like huge. Right? Oh
2: yeah, no, it was like, she's known for that song.
3: The other thing as well is that I was just telling uh, Joel and Miranda about is Prince was hired to do all the music for Tim Burton's Batman. So cool. The original one with Michael Keaton. Yeah. The, no, Batman. Real Batman. Yeah, that Batman. Batman. Not weird, like George Clooney Batman. Not weird. Yes, listening. Josh.
0: We know that the George Clooney Batman was not very good, and the Val actually, Kilmer Batman was not very good.
2: I kind of like the Val Kilmer Batman. Oh
3: come on, come on!
2: Kind Get of, out of town. Michael Keaton was the best.
3: We all agree well, that Michael that Michael Keaton is Batman. Get the heck out
2: of dodge. Michael Keaton was the best Batman. Yeah. It's non-debatable. He was. Mm, debatably. Yeah.
3: Debatably. <laughs> <way>. Debatably the <laughs> first Batman. <laughs> Not debatably. He was. The no, who was before that? What's his dog? Adam West. Yeah, Adam West. Oh. What's his dog?
2: <laughs> the only good thing about that is Julie Nor- Newmar was amazing as the Catwoman. Well, what about, what's his
3: name? Uh, Burgess Meredith.
2: Who's that?
3: Penguin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just okay, remember okay, okay, okay. Uh,
2: what's his name, Caesar Romero, as the Joker, who refused to
3: shave his mustache.
2: So they just there's white paint over his mustache <laughs> yeah. by the Joker. That's beautiful, well, that was his trademark as his like. Same Adam, Batman. you know
0: what Adam West I'm gonna say is
2: no, no. Oh, well, yeah. he
3: was the first Batman on. Michael television. Keaton. No, I'm gonna West. say he was the best.
2: Michael Keaton was the best Batman.
3: Michael Keaton's number two. No, Adam West overplayed that part so hard. How do you guys feel about Um, Christian Bale on this How do you guys feel
2: about the very newly um, casted Robert Pattinson I wonder. I won't see it. I won't see it. (laughs) What
0: about the Ben Affleck ones? I didn't know. How about Ben? Ben, Benny Benny Boy? Ben
2: Affleck? No.
0: Ben Affleck. Affleck.
2: He did not move that story ahead at all. He was just an old, sad Batman.
3: Uh, I didn't even why, see them. I didn't uh, the see The reason them. why I saw one of them.
2: Okay, can we just stop
0: the elephant okay. in the room? It's his chin. <laughs> <laughs> right? And his chin was front row and center. Yeah. And uh, he, they, even, they even tried to cover it up a little bit in the movie and in the trailers. And I was like, no, you can't cover up that giant ass chin.
2: Like when Christian Bale is Batman. Uh, He has a British accent normally, and when he's doing an American accent, it's a bit bit lispy, and it's a bit distracting. How are you guys doing? That's great. But you can see the lisp. He does a lisp. I need to tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and I was super, super excited. About oh. Tom Hardy as Bane, and that is literally the only reason I ever saw that one, whatever that one was, yeah. is because Tom Hardy was night in it. The Dark Knight Rises. I mean, okay. one, one liter of
4: milk, please.
2: <laughs> oh. One liter of milk. <laughs> it's just so lispy, I can't do even you, focus on Do you on ever see,
0: Bat- there's like a YouTube thing, and it's, it's like a, a comedy Batman thing, and the Scarecrow shoots stuff in his face. And he's, like, telling the truth, and he's like, oh, no, I'm scared. And he's like, yes, this is perfect. He's like, the baths. And he's like, baths? (laughs) He's like, yes. Showers are more practical. They use two-thirds of the water. (laughs) (laughs) You're scared of baths. Oh! (laughs) Okay, so that was a real Mm.
3: big sidetrack from Prince. Okay, Minnesota and Prince. Prince so, is
2: amazing. Well, Minneapolis,
3: there's a ton of wicked cool bands from Minneapolis, right? Now. Actually,
2: so. I have like the top eight famous people from Minnesota, if we would like to hear those a little later. Just More say, now. just do it now. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear So we've got number one is singer-songwriter Prince.
0: Of course. Of course. Of course, the whole Prince.
2: Author F. Scott Fitzgerald. Oh, cool. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. Actor Josh Hartnett. Hmm, whatever <laughs> whatevs
0: whatevs
2: actress and singer judy garland yes oh, yeah judy of course Ooh. peanuts cartoonist charles schultz
3: oh okay, cool.
2: hey yeah singer songwriter big one bob dylan yes and then we've got actor sean william scott loved him in role models
0: Oh gotcha. right, right.
2: And then we Stifler, the
0: Stifler, and the Goon Man.
2: Oh yeah, Stifler. That's yeah. right. Oh Goon. Yeah, good Canadian oh. film.
0: Yep. Uh,
2: novelist and playwright Sinclair Lewis. Don't know. Cool. Don't know, but that's awesome that he's from Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota.
0: All right. Or what? Actually, one of my favorite videos is of James Brown playing and <laughs> clearly high on coke. Because he's so sweaty and he's like, he's performing and it's like, he's letting his band kind of play and do this thing. And somebody runs on stage to James Brown and whispers in his ear. And he's like, what? What'd you say? What? No way! Michael Jackson's in the house! And like the camera pans out into the audience and Michael Jackson is, is there and he's like, Michael, come on stage! And Michael Jackson's like, no, 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 it's okay, you go, it's you go, okay. you go, it's okay. no, no, you, this is your love moment. All the children. Yeah, right? <laughs> Come to my playland. Um, he's like, no, you, you do your thing, you, do, you go, he's like, no, Michael, get on the stage. Mm-hmm. So Michael Jackson, after a million times, <laughs> James, James Brown wouldn't let it go, so Michael Jackson gets on stage, you know, he does the famous moonwalk. He does like all this stuff. He's like, yeah, I'm Michael Jackson. Same guy comes out on the stage and is whispering in James Brown. And again, he goes, "What'd you say?" <laughs> <laughs> like you could never hear anything. That's so <laughs> great. What? What is it? Right. Even in that interview, he does. So, like it's like 1986. Huh? He's what? like, well, "What'd you say?" <laughs> it's a man's world. <laughs> but he'd be like, "I love that interview." <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Jam. Uh so that so guy whispers in his ear and he's like What Prince Prince is in the house And Prince comes like he's like in the back row and he like comes like, finally like the he camera's like floats mm-hmm.
2: he probably floats yeah. <laughs> He, to I have another he prince slithers
0: story. to the stage Prince is like so sweaty Right and he, he's done nothing so like clearly on I'm done. going with Coke because that it's was a, a fairly
2: that was a big thing in the 80s
0: very yeah. common in the 80s yeah so he gets on stage and he's like <laughs> someone hands him a guitar and he's like yeah he's like what hold on let, let me try it again. and he's like it's so high he's like no it takes off the guitar and then just takes off his shirt right <laughs> and all the ladies are like "Ah!" And he's like there did it? It's,
2: weird. <laughs> it's so strange that so many women were into Prince. Because, like, uh, like, it's okay. funny
0: how I'm into Prince. No,
2: but women were attracted to that little man. Well, okay, it's
3: like perfect that you say little because, like, I'm not a big man, but Prince was five foot
2: two. And just yeah. tiny little. Tiny little, like, willowy. Men. Women were into him.
3: Women? Went because we're in Minnesota? I can
2: recognize you with your blonde hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we have been talking for 14 minutes about Prince. We yeah. could
2: talk for the, hours I about tell,
0: Prince. Okay, when Prince died... Hold on, let's these-
2: play Prince
0: and another band and then come back and talk yeah, about some more Prince. we need
2: to probably do two Prince songs because Prince is a big one here.
0: I, I, I'm, I'm in agreeance. I'm not not in grants. You know what? This is our show. We can play whatever we want. Here's two <laughs> Prince songs. That's right. Take two Prince songs and put them in your the ear holes. 25,000 miles. Woo!
5: get a kiss She won't
0: This episode of 25,000 Miles is brought to you by the Bricks and Blisters Podcast Network, helping fun and unique podcasts find their home. We provide help with podcasting ideas and also provide podcast editing by trusted professionals. For more information or if you have any questions, please email us at bricksblisters at gmail.com. Again, that's bricksblisters at gmail.com. Now on to your show.
3: That was Raspberry Beret and Purple Rain all by Prince.
0: Right. Yep. Because uh can't, can't do just one Prince song. No. Hell no. Gotta do two. He's huge.
2: He's a huge artist. Uh, best well, story? Tiny little bottle.
0: Okay.
2: Tiny little bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I made a little tiny body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm the worst.
0: My favorite Prince story? Is uh, they oh, were filming? They were good. filming a movie, kind of by his place, but like
2: near Paisley Palace.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know they get all the actors together, and the the director's like, "Okay, action!" And the scene's Sweet. going on, and yeah. in the background, all they can hear is like, k-tosh, k-tosh, k-tosh. "Like, what the hell is that sound?" I'm like, "Cut, cut!" Right, and the sound goes away after about five minutes. Like, "Okay, all right, start again." You know, action. They start doing the seed, and then again, it's like... like, What the hell is that sound? Like, cut. So they realize it's coming from Prince's place. And they're like, oh, can you send somebody over there to see what's going on? So somebody goes over there, and Prince is playing basketball. (laughs) And they're like, oh, hey, we're doing this movie. Would it be okay? Like, we'll pay you to just stop, you know, while we do this movie. And he just goes... No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, how much am I like cause it like how much is it? You know. How you much know?
3: is the, the set and like Yeah, yeah. The and so it, like it?
0: I don't know, like it's like $10,000. Okay. guys like Prince just like whips open his wallet. He's like, "There's
3: $10,000." <laughs> like, in my like, face and playing basketball. Yeah. And he just
0: like continues playing basketball.
2: There's a really entertaining uh YouTube video. Where it's Eddie Murphy's brother, is it Charlie Murphy? I believe it's Charlie Murphy. Everybody
3: knows the video about Charlie Murphy playing basketball. Talking
2: about playing basketball with Prince, where he thought he could him and his friends could beat Prince at basketball, but then he turned out to be (laughs) amazing.
3: the, The the funniest part about the whole story is like Prince and the Revolution show up and like Charlie Murphy and all his friends are all getting changed. Like they go to like the change room, get all changed, right? And things like Charlie Murphy and his friends had met Prince at a club right and they're all wearing like pirate shirts and booties and all this like, weird prince, stuff right
2: prince get prince get apparel ups. yeah
3: and uh, so you know he invites Charlie Murphy back to his place to play basketball and Charlie Murphy's like yeah we'll kill you guys right and then Charlie Murphy and his friends they all get into their 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 basketball clothes right and they get out on the on the court and they're warming up and prince and the revolution show up and they're in the exact same clothes that they wore to the club
2: puffy shirts <laughs> like from pirate puffy pirate shirts really
3: yeah the pirate shirts and then Prince and Revolution proceed to absolutely kick Charlie Murphy's ass at basketball.
2: Look it up if you get a chance. It's hilarious. It's from the
3: Dave Chappelle show.
2: Oh, that's right, because Dave Chappelle plays Prince, I believe, in the yeah. video. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome.
3: Um, one of my favorite Prince stories is at there was a Saturday night live. It was a, either an anniversary party or something. Jimmy and,
2: Fallon talked about this yeah,
3: on the show. Yeah, when, when Prince died, Jimmy Fallon was talking about his favorite Prince moment, and I love this story. And what it was is um, there was a like, instruments all set up in the corner, and Jimmy Fallon's hoes, like he's absolutely wasted, and he gets up on stage, jumps up there, absolutely wasted, grabs a microphone, and he's like, I dare Prince to come up and play a song! <laughs> Right? And he said, Jimmy Fallon said he looked out into the audience and he's like, starts seeing people part. He says, like, watching a really slow motion, like, parting of the Red Sea with people. Right? And they, everyone's like, parting, 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 parting. And all of a sudden, like, Jay Z and Beyonce part and, like, Prince floats out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, he like, walks up on stage. He's like, hi, Jimmy. He, like, grabs a guitar and he's like, meh. And just, like, like, absolutely shreds and then puts the guitar back. He's like, see you, Lady Jimmy. Like back down into the crowd, just like disappears. And Jimmy's like, Who? "What the hell just happened?" What? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what's her name? Um, Diana Ross's daughter, who's in the TV show Blackish. She was telling a story about Prince as well, She's, and the first time she met Prince. And she said like he, he came and met her and like he's like, Oh, you're Diana Ross's daughter, and like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. And he's like, she said he was the nicest person in the world. It was so great. Like she was backstage at a, a show, like Prince and Diana Ross were playing together. And he was like, Yeah, this is great. And you know, nicest guy ever it turns around to walk away and he's wearing buttless chaps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Beautiful.
3: Nice. So Diana Ross's daughter, I can't remember her her first name at the at the moment, but she's Something said, Ross. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and last name? Ross. Her, her most, one of her most memories of mm. Prince is him walking away and just seeing his
2: ass. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> what a stage performance, though. Can you imagine seeing him live? Yeah. We'll never get that chance, but it would have been amazing.
3: Yeah. Later years, his music was just as quality. He just, like, moved in a different direction. Like, it yeah. It was so good. All right. So that's,
0: good. Uh, that's half the show on Prince.
2: <laughs> that's right.
3: So we need to talk about Bob. other bands. That's right. From uh,
0: Dylan. So yeah. How about Bob Dylan. Yeah, uh, Bob Dylan. Oh yeah. You know what? Before Bob Dylan, we're gonna play what I want to play. Okay, yeah, Joel, Joel. Okay, this is Dylan J4 on uh, Twenty Five Thousand Miles. This episode of 25,000 Miles is brought to you today by The Small Axe Roadhouse, located at 409 Cliff Avenue in Enderby, BC. They are kid-friendly, they have seniors discounts, daily food and drink specials, and weekends eggs benny. Their tables may be wobbly, but you will too after a few cocktails. Make sure to check out The Small Axe Roadhouse or visit smallaxeroadhouse.ca. Dude, nailed it.
5: どっから来たんだ
0: Banner Pilot before that was Dillinger Four.
3: Oh, tell the Dillinger Four story with the with April Levine. <laughs> yeah,
0: sure. Okay, so Dillinger Four, who we heard, uh two really funny stories. Uh number one is uh Patty, the bass player, used to own the Triple Rock Social Club. Okay. And he had like a punk rock jukebox. Anyway, one day some of the dropkick Murphys come in with Roger Merritt from Agnostic Front is it
3: Merritt or Merritt? it's Merritt okay
0: and um and Jake from The Casualties okay so they all come in and they're going through the jukebox and they're playing like a whole bunch of stuff and Roger Merritt looks over at Patty he goes hey why isn't there any Agnostic Front on here and he goes cause no one listens to it <laughs> 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 It's beautiful <laughs> and then the other famous story oh
3: This is so wicked funny.
0: Is Patty's known for being like...
3: A little boisterous.
0: Yeah, and like kind of (laughs) naked on stage and always drunk. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, yeah, like Dylan Drafour is famous for like getting on stage and being too drunk to play and playing like three songs and then leaving. And everyone's like, what the hell was that? (laughs) This is just when Avril Lavigne was like just getting popular when she did like Skater Boy. Uh, right, and you know, she'd do those interviews where her head was down. She'd be like, oh, you know, I like this and oh this. Yeah, I
2: think yeah, remember she that? still does those no. interviews.
0: She does not. She's so That was does. when she was a weird emo kid. Anyway. Uh, she in She wishes. In, in, <laughs> in one of those interviews, she mentioned Dillinger 4. She's like, oh, I like Dillinger 4. Uh, right? Yeah. She has no idea what she's talking about. Anyway. She just, like, name drops, right? So it so happens that Avril Lavigne was playing the same city as Dillinger 4. And uh, they're on tour, and so her manager goes to the club where Dillinger 4 is playing and knocks on, like, the back door, whatever, and he's like, Hi, uh, you know, I'm Avril Lavigne's manager, and Avril was wondering if she could meet you guys and do, like, a meet and greet... And Patty just goes, who the hell is April Levine? (laughs) (laughs) And so the manager just grabs the door and is like, nope. (laughs) Closes it. Walks away. (laughs) Who the hell is April
3: Levine? It's beautiful. So great. So great.
0: Anyway, that was Dillinger 4.
3: I love that story. love that story so much. About. uh bob dylan
2: bob dylan bob dylan
3: that's another subject i can <laughs> talk forever about
2: is it robert dylan it must be robert oh, dylan it changes the whole sound of him
0: yeah right bab rab bab it's an bab. bobby robbie it's an <laughs> obby name it's it's
2: An obby obby
3: name. bobby <laughs> robbie obby <laughs> <laughs> uh. so uh yeah robbie dylan and there's a Netflix special about Bob Dylan. I can't remember the name of it at the moment, but it's...
2: It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's
3: about this tour that they did in basically like a motorhome. And they played all these like weird schools. And it's strange to think that Bob Dylan would have trouble like drumming up like audience. right? Did yeah, you he, wouldn't think so. Did
2: he ever?
3: Yeah. On this tour, like they, they had promoters go out with like handbills and like, yeah, Bob Dylan's playing. people are like, why do we want to see Bob Dylan? Huh. Right? And what's her name? Um, Joan Baez. Oh, who else? Like, obviously the band. Like, a bunch of the members of the band. Robbie Robertson. So good. Um, I would Levon pay a million Helm.
2: dollars to see them. Right?
3: But people... Five. Five dollars is all it was Jeez. to get in, And, like, like for the longest time, they literally just, like, they'd stop at a nowhere town and they could barely fill a gym. just a cool, insane. cool show. Band. The other thing that surprised me is that um when Bob Dylan went from acoustic to electric he did a European tour and then another movie about Bob Dylan. I yeah. can't remember the name of it. The but, one with
2: Kate Blanchett?
3: No, the one oh, that came out at the same time. One. It came okay. out at the same time. But um people booed him off the stage. They paid money to go see him and then literally threw bottles at him to get him off stage. They didn't want to hear electric Bob Dylan.
2: Oh my gosh.
3: Right? And, like, if anybody's a Bob Dylan fan, they know they're never, ever going to hear the song that he recorded. They're going to hear the song that he wants to play. Yeah. So if it's, like, whatever song he wants to play, he's going to play it the way he wants to play it at that time. And that's one of the things about Bob Dylan that people don't realize. He's one of those guys, who's like, no, nope, I'm going to play it this way tonight. This is the way we've been playing it for the last, like, five or six nights. This is the way we're going to play it tonight. Yeah. We're not going to play it how you heard it on the album. That's, you know... That, that was ten years ago. I'm playing it now.
0: That's a fine line with artists, I find, is um, you, you when you go, you want to hear that song and you want to hear them play your favorite song as well as they can. Yeah. But also, it's not going to be the same every single time.
2: But isn't that the joy of going to a live show? Yeah, but if you, you hear your song, but you hear it in a little bit of a different way, and if they're a really good artist... They're better live because they're interacting with their audience.
3: There's a band. There's That's a band it. that I've mentioned a number of times in the show. There's a band I've seen a number of times and talked about it on the show. Oh, God. here it comes. Who is very much that way.
1: Clutch.
2: <laughs> Clutch is amazing live. You do not get the feel from the album. You have to see them live. If you're a Clutch fan, you're getting a fraction of what you get in the live show it's amazing that's the same as I've never seen her of course because she died before I was even born but Janis Joplin apparently she was amazing on the albums I'm a fan but apparently it was nothing compared to the experience that you got when you were face to face when she was singing to the audience because that's what she lived for right
0: if you want to hear the song the exact same way that's on the album
2: don't go to a show
0: listen to the album
3: don't go to a show yeah Apparently, Bon Scott also, I mean, we've talked about this on the show with Mark, um, Bon Scott, like, he's one of those guys, like, annihilated. Like, he was, like, heavy drug user, heavy drinker, like, just, but had his finger on the pulse of the audience, right? He just, like, he performed his heart out, and he'd be like, he'd be like, You, sir! You went to the bathroom mid-set. Did you hear the rest of the song? Is it okay? Did we
2: do all right? Is everything going to be okay? We're going to play the next song. That is a sign of a good performer. They're, like, I think that we're slowly losing our artists that interact with the audience yeah I don't know it's all you know about it the is? digitizing and the making the album sound perfect and you don't get that raw feel anymore mm-hmm. I don't know I'm not that old but
0: social media is ruining that because you have YouTube now and you can YouTube live shows hey this is Jake from the casualties and charged records you are listening to 25,000 miles yeah, I know, but when you're but... actually there it's it's
3: Different. Well, it's different when you're there. I'll, I'll throw out there the Kraftwerk conundrum. Okay, the band Kraftwerk. Oh, okay. Wanted to make music, and all of a sudden found themselves being wanted. People wanted to hear them. Their producers wanted to send them on, on tours and this and that. They're like, no, we don't want to be on stage. Hm. They're like, no, we, I, I don't know if it was fear, I don't know if stage fright, what it was. So they what just they just relied
2: did, on editing so much.
3: So what they did is they actually had mannequins... Moved by strings, playing the instruments
2: like Death Clock playing, and it was just a cartoon playing on the screen. No, but
3: they like—I mean, think about like (laughs) Kraftwerk. Is Is that a thing?
0: Nineteen eighty-two. Yeah,
2: Death Clock tours.
0: But they do it like as a cartoon.
2: Yeah, it's a screen with a cartoon because it's one man that does all the instruments. As far as I know.
3: But like Kraftwerk, it was them behind a curtain moving the mannequins. They just didn't want to be on stage. So, I no, mean, no, no, like, no. that's a conundrum because I would want to see that.
2: Would you? Yes, I would. In Japan. If no, I could travel back in
3: time to 1982 and see Kraftwerk perform that performance, I would. There in is a, a
2: There's a singer in Japan, and it's a, a hologram. Anyways. The
3: audience can't hear what I'm looking at you like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking at you very confused. I was like, so, well, it's how is singer. it
2: more this? I'm thing? gonna have to Google her name. She's a, she's a singer. she's got like blue hair and she's a hologram in Japan. I, I get that. She's and a they go to the concert Japan. and they watch a hologram on TV. and then some brilliant effects pedal man made a effects pedal for a guitar where it actually plays her voice as you're playing the chords. You have to google it. It's hilarious and awesome.
0: I cannot wait to get to Japan That's going to be like the Japan's best episode Episodes
2: Yeah, no, you're going to have to do several yeah, like lot, episodes about lot. Japan Because there's so much going on I, I, I can't We're
0: still oh, yeah. in Minnesota,
3: yeah, Minnesota. Okay. we in Minnesota, Minnesota. Just, We just get
6: off Well, it ain't no use to sit and wonder why, babe. Even you don't know by now And it ain't no use to sit and wonder why, baby
7: And he was gone with the draft He's in the army now I'm blowing reveling He's the boogie woogie bugle boy A company bee They made him blow a bugle For his uncle Sam It really brought him down Because he couldn't jam The captain seemed to understand Because the next day the cab Went out and drafted the band And now the company jumps when he plays reveling He's the boogie woogie bugle boy A company B. A toot, a toot, a toot to the other Toot, he blows an toot He can't blow a note unless a bass and guitar is playing rhythm. He makes a company jump when he plays heavily. He's a a boogie boogie bugle boy of Company B. He was a boogie boogie bugle boy of Company B. The same way in the early right, they cut their hands and stamp their feet because they know how he plays. When someone gives him a reach, he really breaks it up when he plays. Them.
0: And that was the Andrew Sisters. A little a little ditty from 1925. And that was the Andrew
3: Sisters with Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy.
0: Okay, Laws from Minnesota. Uh, a person may not cross state lines with... A duck atop his head.
2: <laughs> where? Where did they get that mm, law from? Something happened yeah. with a duck on someone's <laughs> head.
0: Uh, it is illegal to sleep naked. I'm breaking laws
2: in Minnesota. Well, uh,
0: again, who's breaking into someone's house like,
3: Hey! <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Sleeping naked! <laughs> naki's, Come on!
0: <laughs> Citizens may not enter Wisconsin with a chicken on their head.
2: Okay, there is an issue with poultry on heads a top
0: hold on. A top can you can you leave with a chicken on your head? You can't enter,
2: so, so you can't leave with a duck on your head, but you're not allowed to come in with a chicken on your head. But you can do the opposite? May
0: there's no law that says you
2: can't. Interesting. <laughs>
0: If any cat is found running at large, or which is found in any street, alley, or public place, it shall be the duty of any policeman or other officers of the city to kill such cat. Aww. So if it's running amok, kabam!
2: So stray cats are illegal. Yeah. Okay.
0: Can't be a stray cat. Or they're mm, No
2: stray Charles.
0: People are forbidden from walking in and or down alleyways. How do you get through the alley then? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making alleyways?
3: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa.
2: And are they just for vehicles?
0: I don't know. But, like, you have to, like, get through the back door if there's, like, a restaurant downtown and that's in an alleyway. So there's
3: a fire. There's a bunch of people breaking the law. Yeah. Ah, get to the alleyway. Nope. Sorry. Everybody out the front. Is there a back door in this place? Not for you, mister.
0: Yeah. Red cars may not drive down Lake Street. What?
2: Where is, like, street and what happened that red cars uh, are prohibited? If anybody
0: knows why, get a hold of the show. Any person who persuades another to enter a massage therapist business after 11 p.m. is guilty of a misdemeanor.
2: <laughs> so not the person going to see the <laughs> massage
3: therapist. But if you've swoggled someone into right? entering a massage therapy lounge... You are guilty. <laughs> yeah. What? Who's the massage therapist? Like, who told you to be here? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What massage, quote unquote, therapist is open at eleven? Yeah, I don't know.
0: Ooh, oh, oh. Okay, and last but certainly not least, hamburgers may not be eaten on Sundays. <laughs> Well, you've been listening to 25,000 Miles. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can at 25000 Miles radio Show at gmail.com. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. If you prefer to get a hold of us that way, uh, if you are a band and you would like to get your music played on the radio, reach out to us. We would love to do that for you. Uh, if you would like to help us, the best way you can do that is by telling a friend, spreading the word that way. Contact the uh, radio station that you were hearing this on and tell them that you like 25,000 miles.